Today's podcast is sponsored by Youth Ministry Booster, an online youth ministry resource network that for $25 a month provides all the graphics, games, visuals, resources, and community support that you need to enhance your large group gatherings. Boost your youth ministry at www.youthministrybooster.com. Get everything you need to make your next teaching series great. Visit www.youthministrybooster.com and get boosted today. reflection in youth ministry. Whether you are 19 and are just getting started or have been serving in ministry for 19 years, we hope this weekly dose of honesty and humor helps. Welcome to After 9, the most honest conversation in youth ministry. Hello and welcome to After 9. My name is Chad Higgins. And I'm Zach Working. Zach, how in the world are you, buddy? Dude, I am stoked. Chad Higgins, I am stoked. Sometimes, sometimes, you, all the pieces come together, the planning, the preparation, the endless meetings, and then you have the best blowout Sunday in the summertime. Come on, get out of here. Uh, so we've been talking a little bit. For people that are close to the podcast, they know. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you know. Uh, last couple of weeks were the big kind of launch dates for our brand new middle school ministry. Somehow in the history of fine youth ministry at our church for the last 20 plus years, uh, we've done a fifth and sixth grade thing. Uh, we've done some emphasis on our seventh through twelfth grade stuff, but we had never really planned or worked on having a dedicated or separate or uh, focused middle school and high school ministry. That dream became reality a week and a half ago on August 6th when we launched our brand new middle school ministry. And man, it it was the reward of a lot of effort, a lot of prayer, a lot of meetings. But man, it just, it felt right, Chad Higgins. It felt right. And I, I am still just like walking in the clouds on air. And I can't even tell you exactly why other than <laughs> it just felt right. I mean, like, People showed up. I mean, like the, the the numbers were good. Yes, like the leaders were enthusiastic because we had been telling them to be, <laughs> and they all showed up, which is always you know a perk when your leaders show up for for game day. Hashtag winning. Uh, hashtag winning. But it was just it was just one of those man, like the, the the joyful moments, like clearly a win. But dare I say, maybe even the road to a, a kind of victory, right? Like, I, I think like sometimes you get the wins and you don't know where they came from. This one felt like a planned strategic victory that goes back to February. And I think that's the thing that I, I the question for After Nine today here on After Nine, the most honest podcast youth ministry, we try to ask the most honest questions related to youth ministry is what's the one thing that I can do to improve my ministry this year? Man, I give it to you. You, you in February made us be super intentional, even though we talk on the phone all the time. Time, we got really intentional about masterminding this big change. Like you were like, don't just like add it to the things you're going to do. Let's walk through every stinking thing that it's going to take for this to be successful. And I was like, great, more excuses for you to call <laughs> me and hold me accountable to other stuff. But it's been worth it. It has been so worth it. Like since February, we've been calling and talking about this thing. And here we are like six months later and it's great. 
It's great, and it only looks and promises to be even greater and better in the next few weeks, months, and years. So I, tell tell everyone kind of the different elements that now – like with your middle school ministry, what, it, yeah, yeah, what does yeah. that look like? What was the process you walked through? Well, so it kind of came from both sides. So one of the things that's really important is you got to have the support of your children's minister, especially when they're harboring the fifth and sixth graders. But for us, we had a couple different problems. One was space. There were no other spaces for us to meet with different people. Uh, like we, we were using all the rooms that we had except for one, which we'll come back to. And then two, uh, there, there was – man, call it a social – anxiety or frustration or vexation Sunday mornings were good but on that midweek stuff when a lot of other folks are crushing it like my high school kids started evaporating it was one of those we had quite a few middle school kids that were showing up and I think it made some of my 11th graders feel like the room was a little uncool (laughs) right or wrong or whatever if you're 17 and there's a lot of 12 year olds in the room and you can drive and they can't then you just drive your happy butt away (laughs) from where they're at and and again there's some other geographical things our church is like 20 25 minutes from where most of them live which is why sunday a lot of them show up but midweek at six o'clock on a wednesday if they had school or activities until four or four thirty it's just one more thing yada yada whatever and so feeling kind of those pressures from both sides of like we're only going to have more middle school kids rolling in because their class is full and my high school kids aren't really gelling what's going on right now and the children's ministry was behind it because they needed a new plan for their sixth graders anyway. Started talking about what would sixth, seventh, eighth grade ministry look like. And so for us, like we kind of remodeled the whole thing uh, by focusing on the elements that really matter. So now at our church, Sunday mornings, that's our high school chapel. They show up. It's it's the program side of things. It, it's the big game. It's the the fun, the wow, the teaching series, the student-led band, a little bit of feedback discussion groups. And then on Wednesday night, that's the middle school chapel, the big game, the wow, the teaching series, the feedback groups. And then so that's kind of an important element for us is having that chapel program side of things. And then on Wednesday nights, our high school students are moving into home groups. And so that's their small group, that in-depth, that one to six, one to seven ratio. And then on Sunday morning, the only room that wasn't being used at our church was the gymnasium. And so we have Porta Church, <laughs> church planted on Sunday mornings, the coolest middle school small group experience that we could come up with, curtains, partitions, uh, picnic tables that are colorful and on wheels because the hot new thing for 2018 that everybody's going to be buying up is picnic tables with casters, Chad Higgins. <laughs> I they, saw them. It was pretty awesome. They fit 10 middle schoolers. You put one chair on the end for your leader. Uh, they all have a flat space to have their Bible or their app open and work on stuff. And they're super portable. And sometimes when adults aren't looking, we take the locks off the wheels and we surf them. That's that's not important. That's not important. Uh, but fair. but we love it. Like Especially when the, the, the setup crew that gets to put them away loves to surf them. So now, fun. they're all – because uh, I saw them, they're all like bright colors and really cool like yeah, that, right? well, because the gym is like gray and like sterile white and boring. And so you walk in and there's like these eight foot long like blue and green picnic tables and like the curtains. And we have like the the the, the neoprene lycra spandex like canopy stuff over. It's like our way of adding a little color and zest <laughs> into an otherwise pretty sterile gymnasium. All right. I, so. got a, I got a quick question before you go on because I was okay. I was like halfway a part of this because I was going. Oh, you were? Yes. I was yes. rolling through. I was rolling through Tulsa. I decided to have lunch with you and your staff mistake (laughs) and you ended up dragging me to ace to buy wire to hang um yeah am i correct in saying bathroom curtains 
the shower curtains. Shame. So we called a, a hotel supply company and bought the black curtains in bulk <laughs> <laughs> because it's cheaper than buying them at Target or individually online. Yep, yeah, yeah, bottom in bulk. Uh, and you bought wire with us. Yeah, did, didn't work. It worked. No, it, it worked. So not. it did. I'll send you the picture. So I, I know you were concerned that the wire and the shower curtains would leave them sagging and dragging across the floor in a kind of terrible U kind of shape or whatever. I will tell you, uh, the wire that we got was too thick of a gauge. Okay. We went back and got a thinner gauge wire that we could tighten more, okay. a little, a little more tensile strength. And so there is a that way when it breaks, a kid just gets an arm severed smooth off. Just snap, just clean off. <laughs> just cat of nine tails on Sunday yeah. morning. Just whoop out. Uh, no, but it, it works. There's, there's a little, there's a little bit of a dip, but it actually uh, works in such a way that gives us a nice partition in a gymnasium to make it feel like three youth rooms instead of one large oversized youth room. It's Dude, I am so impressed. Well. I did not think that was going to work. We, the greatest thing about that trip, we went into Ace, and you know, I, I don't have anything to do, right? I'm just like following you <laughs> along, right? And you got no, you got no dog in the hunt, right? And, right. I, and I love, I love meeting new people and throwing out like just random statements to watch their face. And this girl's like <laughs> checking uh, Zach's stuff out at the cash register. And we have like two hundred feet of cable and a bunch of like odds and ends, like brackets and hangers yeah. and, and turnbuckles to try to figure out this cabling system. It's great. It's yeah. Great. And she goes, "What, what are you doing with this?" And Zach was like, "Well, we're 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 hanging." 10 shower curtains all the way across this and she kind of looks like what and i just go it's a really big tub and i just kind of walked <laughs> off and i think she missed it and it was one of those it was too late to go back and explain but forever like whenever we hang these curtains i always think how big would the tub be to fit behind this curtain section it's great no it's a good time it's a really big tub <laughs> But man, it's it's one of those. Uh, all that stuff came together because we walked through the whole process, and I think that's one of the things beyond just you like sniping at me about like that's not going to work, and you're going to come up with a different plan. Um, there, there, like that the whole time that was the yeah. thing, right? Because I kind of laid it out there, my pride aside, and said I want to do this, this, and this. Here's what I think I need, and then your famous line from it is poke holes in it, right? Like you literally yeah. came along and poked holes in the ideas that we had, and it was. I think critical to the way in which we got to have success in this. You guys hired a new uh, middle school pastor, right? Hired a new guy. Yeah. So that was part of the thing too. Again, like this was not a decision we made this week and started next week in the six month process. uh, Part of what we had to figure out is that there was staffing for the fifth and sixth grade position, but not really at the level that we thought we needed for sixth, seventh and eighth. So we worked and kind of refashioned and recreated a new staffing position because again, brought the right people on board, had the executive pastor kind of meetings, the staff tier meetings with the right kind of committees at church and created a new middle school ministry position. Because again, Sunday mornings, I can't be two places at once. If I'm going to be the chapel guy for Sunday morning high school and Wednesday night middle school, need a little help with the Sunday morning middle school stuff and the the Wednesday night home group stuff for the high school. And so part of that was finding ways to lead at a higher level and to bring other folks to kind of help in the middle to manage the other elements and to kind of carry out that vision because it was bigger than what I could do on my own. And, and even more than just my volunteers could could be kind of entrusted with like there was there needed to be a point person for these various things that we were trying to put together. Good for you, man. That's awesome. All right, so Thanks, if you can point to one thing 
out of the whole process, the launch, the change that you would say, all right, this was um, this was the best thing that we did that I think had helped us make it successful. What would it be? Going through all. <laughs> Going through all the meetings that I knew or didn't know but learned were required to execute a change at that level. Mm. Like one of the things that when you're making a change that's that new and that structurally different, you're going to have to have probably two to three times the meetings you thought you were going to have, right? Like this is not like, hey, everybody, let's have a meeting about what the theme for camp should be. Right, like that—that's a—that's a creative two or three hour coffee jam kind of session, man. We we had meetings with upper level staff. We had meetings between like the, the ministry leads for student and children's ministry. We had meetings between the volunteers of student ministry and children's ministry. We had meetings with the parents that were immediately affected, the parents that were going to be affected by their kid not going into the fifth and sixth grade thing because the upcoming fourth graders were going to be in fifth grade, which was going to be a part of children's ministry and not youth ministry. Right. Uh, we had meetings with uh, stakeholders in the church, some of those key kind of deacon or committee lead folks. Uh, I had individual meetings with some parents that we were concerned might be concerned um, because we wanted them to have the inside scoop. Uh, Some meetings with some key leaders that I was like, I need you to continue to teach or I need to bring you in to help lead this because you are exactly the right person. Uh, We had all the meetings to hire and interview the right kind of person for the middle school position. And then we had to announce it to the Mm -hmm. church (laughs) And then host a kind of Q&A like, so do you have any questions? Which I knew was successful when there were very few because we had had all those meetings prior. And I think that's one of the things that like even the six-month time period that we gave to it may not have been as much as it could have taken in other places. Um, Because even though for some folks you're like, oh my gosh, just change it already. It was one of those like we knew that this is the kind of change that once we go forward to go back would look like defeat. And I think that's the thing that like we never said out loud. I think you and I talked about it kind of in our kind of mastermind together is that like this is the kind of change that to go – backwards or to undo it would make it look like you didn't know what you right. were doing or it was it would be considered kind of a defeat and the way forward was to pre- prepare the groundwork or the runway enough that you could ensure a level of success and victory that would kind of carry beyond at least the next couple years so that way it was like look we meant to do this this is why it works and it can't be this like this can't be like a hey we tried this camp out last summer and we're not right. going to go back there right because we were putting so much into this that like in some ways it had to work and I'm just really blessed that it really did. Well work. when you when you make a change like that, like that first week or really the first few weeks are so important that like your people walk into it and they go, Oh why haven't we been doing this the whole time? Right? Like yeah. this is yeah, so yeah, much yeah. better. Because if if you don't pull it off in that kind of way, right, then they just go, Why are we doing this? This is more work and all these right. kind of things and yeah, yeah. So Cool, man. Well, and I, and I think this is the, the thing that I'll kind of leave with before we head to the break and come back and talk about how our other folks that are listening can have this kind of success too. Is like you are painting an alternative that requires them to kind of stretch their imagination, right? Like when you're when you're making a change this fundamental, you're not just like inspiring with a great teaching or a really funny or like dramatic illustration. Like the ways in which they know how to relate to your ministry or your community are changing, and like that takes a lot of trust. And in that trust, you've got to work and build it 
it up because you're helping them imagine ministry in a kind of different way. And so, again, it, it is a process that we had to work and walk through. And I'm really thankful that not just on the side of like my church, like leaders, staff, and volunteers and parents, uh, but I'm glad that you and I got to talk and walk through it because I think that was a big part of the success. I remember the phone call that I had with you when I was walking around uh, the comic book shop that I, heard, I think the guy probably thought I was crazy when we were like, Sunday mornings in the gym. It's not being used. Like, it's not being used because it's a big room. What if you just make it three smaller rooms? And I was like, oh, ah. it was great. So <laughs> come back after the break. Chad's going to be doing most of the talking because he's going to tell you about why a mastermind group might be the thing that will improve your ministry this year. Hey, everybody. Zach back again. Okay, so here's the deal. We like giving stuff away. You like winning stuff. So if you go to after9.show slash contest, we're going to leave that as a permanent link and just have giveaways all the time. Right now, we're giving away a prize package from our buddy Justin Wren from a couple weeks ago. We're going to give away some brand new books this fall, but check it out all the time. After9.show slash contest to win stuff because we know you like it and we like to give stuff away. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to After 9, talking about what's the one thing that might make the most difference in your youth ministry this year. Uh, Here's the uh, short, abbreviated answer, Mastermind. No, not the old board game that you were told is super complex. And no, not Mastermind, the uh, evil laugh that you're thinking of that some supervillain from uh, Saturday Morning Cartoon might be. We're talking about Mastermind and the way in which an accountability partner or group of people that have a vested interest in your ministry will make all the difference. And so to my good buddy and friend, Chad Higgins, I know this is one of the things that we, we talk about the booster difference, right? So the afternoon show is for, for all of our friends and fans that want to talk about youth ministry in an honest way. But for those that want to up their ministry game, either in the ways in which they pursue excellence or professionalism, youth ministry booster is the place that they're finding resources and community to pull this kind of stuff off. And one of the things that we've been working really hard for in the last few months and really pushing for our friends and members this fall is the idea of masterminds. So, Chad Higgins, help us out a little bit. What in the world is one, and why do I need one, and how do I yeah, get Yeah, all, gra- all great questions. Um, so, for, for us, yeah, um, mastermind groups are not these, like, um, new concepts that we, we've come up with. Um, uh, mastermind groups are actually pretty popular in the business world uh, between uh, entrepreneurs and business owners and leaders um, that – um, create small groups of other like-minded people like themselves um, that they, they meet with either every week, every other week, once a month kind of thing, um, challenge each other, poke holes um, in each other's uh, businesses, and really just kind of be a sounding board and an ear um, and some good insight, right? Like why um, why fall down the same path that somebody else has already tripped over, right? And so um, it, it's good to have people around you that can speak into um, your ministry and what's going on and even even in your life. And so um, at Youth Ministry Booster, we're trying to create these mastermind groups um, uh, for any of our members. And so if you're interested in, in even trying one out, um, you can go to youthministrybooster.com, uh, check out the uh, the free trial there, get um, inside of Youth Ministry Booster, check out all of our resources. Um, if you, if yeah, you yeah. join, um, we will be contacting you, inviting you to at least come and uh, view one of these mastermind groups. Um, and, uh, and check it out for yourself to be a part of one and, and see what that looks like and all those kind of things. Um, all this month, we're signing up uh, any of our current members into these groups. Um, we're launching brand new groups uh, next month. And so um, now is a fantastic time to get a part of one of these. So here's what they are at the base level. 
Um, they're groups of six to ten youth ministers that are committing to meet every other week. Um, the very first meeting we'll have, we'll talk about specific goals for that specific group, um, when they're going to meet every week. And so um, we're trying to uh, develop these in such a way that um, it works with everyone's schedule, right? And so we're trying to figure out days and times that work best and all that kind of stuff. Um, we've, we're even throwing around if we can get enough uh, bivocational youth ministers uh, that need to do one in the evening, then we can launch one of those as well. Um uh, Zach or myself or someone on our uh, staff is going to be leading each one of these groups. Um, and so we're, yep. we're in on these. Um, our mastermind groups last for six months. Um, the big reason for six months is it gives us enough time to really uh, dive in, start to get to know each other over that time. Uh, but it's also not a, like a forever type thing. Right. Um, because <laughs> this is not the, sign group, the small group that you can't get right. out of. I know that all of you are like, Dude, the last thing I want is one more small group in my life. <laughs> right. Uh, because that's the, the awkward part, right? Like if, if the group is not right. meeting you know, your needs, maybe it's that specific group, that time, whatever it is, then there's, a, there's an yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. out for you, right? Um, and, and so each one of those groups at the six-month part um, will have the opportunity to either stay with those same people if they're really enjoying it um, or try out one of our other groups or a- anything like that. And so start their own. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And and so um, that's kind of what it looks like. They, they do meet every other week. Uh, the structure of those meetings looks something like this. Um, each one of those – Because there's a very specific way in which they meet, right? Like this is not just like, hey, everybody, I'll see you on the internet at right. 10. Like there's a, there's a structure and a patterning that makes it function at a particular kind of – um, so I'll just kind of walk through one of the, the groups that I lead. Um, so when we when we first uh, will begin to meet, um, I'm gonna I'll come with a, a very short, specific, um, you know, blog article or um, intriguing idea that, that we're going to talk about as a group very quickly. Um, but that's not a long period of time. We're talking like five to seven minutes um, right there. And then two of our members that are in that group, they will know beforehand that they are on what's called the hot seat that week. Um, those two guys um, or, or ladies will begin to talk about an area of their ministry that they want to be highlighted. So f- f- we'll use you for example, Zach. If, if you're in my group and you're on the hot seat the last few months, um, you would have probably said, hey, we're, we're launching this middle school ministry. This is where we're at. Man, we've, we've interviewed this guy and this is what I like about him and all those kind of things. And uh, help me, you know, uh, gain some insight here. And then the, all the other guys in the group are focused specifically on Zach's ministry during that, that time period. And so that gives Zach some great insight. He can talk about anything he wants during that period of time. Um, we get to encourage him, give some past experiences that we may had. Um, and so really we're a collective body working together. Um, the great thing about that, right, is we all understand that even though we're all focused on Zach's ministry, we're all learning in that process. That's and right. That's and right. so that works really, really well. And so two guys uh, in each session will share. Um, and so that takes up the biggest majority of our time uh, each week. And so um, I always continue to kind of lead those discussions, poke and prod and all those kind of things. It sounds uh, scary when you're just talking about it, right? Because it sounds like a horrible doctor's visit, right? Um, but <laughs> But it's actually so, so good. And it gives you – the opportunity to ask some of those like youth ministry questions, right. And growing in areas that you're like, man, I just, 
I, I feel like I need to grow in this area. And man, where am I getting information like this? And, and these are just great places for it. Well, and in a way too, the only other youth ministers right. can understand, right? And I think that's one of the things that we that we talk about a lot is, is we see the Facebook groups and we see people asking the questions and like there's such a disparity between like, hey, I have this question and this person will get 168 right. comments because they just wanted logo comparisons. And this other person will ask a question of like, hey, this mom just called and this is a real situation. I don't know what to do. Or it's questions about like structural stuff in their ministry, right? Like, should I be teaching longer? H- how do I recruit better volunteers? And that's the kind of stuff that like sometimes there's like a one-off on a Facebook comment that will help. But for the most part, like we need that like conversational stuff to really hash and parse it out. Like I need need you to look me in the face and tell me that no, you need to think about this in a different way or you need to have a a bigger view of what you're trying to work on. And I think that's the thing that makes it um, – there's nothing like having like the flesh and blood through a a screen accountability of calling and And you start to to get to know these guys, right? I mean, it's the same six to 10 right, youth right, ministers right. that are in your group um, every two weeks. And so we have a great slick program um, that's video call. So you're not having to download anything or anything like that. You get your link sent to you through your email. And so you know how to exactly uh, get on every two weeks and, and all that kind of stuff. And you're not talking over each other because um, we have, you know, muting possibilities and all that kind of stuff. Um <laughs> But but it's it's a great way to to grow and get to know some other youth ministers, man. Um, having somebody right, that's right. there for you, and you know, if you're mastermind that week and and you're wanting to share just some of the struggles that you're having in in ministry, and that those other guys get to come around you, encourage you, pray for you, um, and, and just be a good friend. And man, that's what we're trying to develop and, and grow into um, as a community of healthy and hardworking youth ministers. Um, so after the, the, uh, hot seat kind of stuff, um, we wrap it up by going around the room and everybody creates, um, one or two specific, um, things that they're going to get done before their next meeting. And so I I don't know about you, Zach, but there are, there are always those things in my ministry that I'm like, oh, I need to get to that. Right. But but if it's just always in our mind, there's always a thousand other things that come up. And these are these are great times yeah, yeah. to go, all right, that wall is getting painted within the next two weeks, right? Um, and then right, we get right. to come back at that next meeting and hit on those, right? We, um, we're able yeah. – we, we keep track of, of what everybody's goals were for those next two weeks. And then we're able to come back and go, hey, you know, Zach, how did this go? Did, he, did it happen? Why or why not? All that kind of stuff. Um, and, and there's some sense of accountability there, man. We're, we're, we're working together. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but, you know, as much as, like, my flesh doesn't want those things, I know that I become a better youth minister when I have those things. And and so that's right. That's right. That's basically what one of these um, mastermind groups look like. Um, we're we're building them right now. Um, we've got a lot of great great youth ministers that are a part of Youth Ministry Booster. Um, that man, I, I know for myself, just being uh, in video chats and things with them. Man, I've grown and learned so much from so, so many of them, yeah. and w- with all different contexts, right? All over the country, well, out, honestly, all over the world, right? I mean, we've got guys that are in different continents and everything yeah. else, and um, they're always fun to just listen to their accents. And so, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, it, it's encouraging that we're um, we're working together and getting great insight and just accountability and prayer from one another. And and so it's awesome. And so um, once again, if you want to check these out, um, join the free trial, a youth ministry booster. Um, I love to connect with you. You you'll get a personal email from me, and then uh, a lot of our guys would try to even connect with and make a phone call. And and um, yeah. w- as we're building these groups. Um, we've got a profile for you to fill out to tell us a little bit more about yourself so we can pair you with a great group that kind of fits some of your needs um, and what you're specifically yep. wanting out of these mastermind groups. And so, um, yeah, join us, man. Check one of these out, and I'd love to get to know some of our listeners a little bit better. And so um, we're, we're excited about these mastermind groups for sure. No, that's right. That's the community difference. One of the things we talk about at Youth Ministry Booster, that it's community plus resources. And I think a lot of our members have found the resource side and downloading the new packs and other games and guides that we put out. But the community difference, beyond just shouting into the void or hoping that somebody picks up to help, Chad, I am really thankful for the ways in which you're putting these groups together in an intentional way. So if you're listening and you're like, what's the one thing that I need to do this year that maybe I haven't tried before or I really need to get serious about, be in an intentional mastermind group. Try out Youth Ministry Booster. Right now, if you sign up, we're going to give you two weeks instead of one week. We want you to get connected. Check out one of these groups. Observe, participate, ask questions, and learn. Because having a mastermind group starting this fall is the difference maker. Don't miss out. Find that boosted success that you've always wanted for by having the right kind of community surrounding you. Thanks for listening to After 9. To continue the conversation, find us on Twitter or Facebook at After 9 Ministry or visit www.after9ministry.com to subscribe and learn more.